Hello and welcome. This is the Bariatric Eating Real Talk podcast, and I'm Susie Shaw. If you're new to our podcast, bariatric eating is more than just talk. We support nearly a million post-ops in our Facebook-based support groups, which you can join if you like after you listen. I'll tell you where you can find us at the end. We've created the most successful plan for bariatric regain on the planet. There's not a doctor's program or hospital plan or anyone who has addressed bariatric regain and the regain crisis with anywhere near our success rate. Thousands of people have used our inspired diet along with our help and our support to take their lives back even when they seemed like things were hopeless. Those who help you in our groups are post-ops. We've had regain, so we know how it feels, but we've also lost that regain and we can help you find your way back to those smaller clothes that are in your closet right now. We have specific tools for you. We'll help you set goals, create food lists. We have recipes for meals for you to eat that will be delicious. And we even have our own products. So we go beyond just ideas to actually help you in real time. Our support network is made up of people who are just like me. And collectively, we've spent the past 20 years helping post-ops lose regain and learn to change their habits so the weight stays off for good. And I'm pretty sure we can help you too. So let's get started. We're in a little bit of an odd point in history where people are literally writing books about how to practice something called self-care. In some previous episodes, we've touched on practicing a little non-food self-care as a means for personal support and a way to unwind or to reward yourself. But today I want to discuss why it's a really fine line and why many of the things that you feel are work are actually self-care and how it can play a role in your weight loss journey as well as your journey um, into regain and out of regain. I want to say, too, that self-care is an absolutely important part of our weight loss journey. It plays a role in maintaining a healthy attitude of better lives. It often acts as stress relief and helps us to recharge when we're feeling just a little bit drained and a little bit stressed. And it also, like I said, can be a reward for those times where we've really done something remarkable or just something that we want to kind of call out. But the current trend of self-care leads towards um, more in a a different direction, towards um, luxurious bubble baths with hugely expensive um, bath bombs or custom-made essential oil blends. Um, A lot of people will use it as a reason to indulge in chocolates or desserts. Um, They'll buy pricey candles or even like some retail therapy, like a fancy new pair of shoes or something that they didn't need. Some people call it treating yourself, some call it a reward, some call it retail therapy. And a lot of people tend to practice this as an, on an extreme level. They need self-care daily to unwind at the end of the day. Um, a lot of people will use food as stress relief, even healthy food in excess or when they are just not feeling hungry, but when they're feeling stressed out and they just want to relax or unwind. And even if it's healthy food, that's a problem. Because when we're, we're not hungry, we really shouldn't be eating. Many also use self-care as an excuse to not deal with the regain that they have. They, um, they'll use it as an excuse to have a cheat day or a cheat, uh, a cheat week or something like that. A lot of people, we use um, a rest day as a means to practice self-care. But sometimes for some people, they're just so stressed out. Um, and that feels so good that they turn that into a rest month at the gym. And they make no progress with their workout program. Some put off household chores, important ones like cleaning or doing the laundry, so that they can practice self-care. They'll put off spending quality time with their spouses. Um, There's a lot of different ways to do it. People will build up debt, making sure that they can have the latest um, influencer items that they see on social media. But here's the deal, and here's why I'm kind of rambling a little bit. Um, I refer to 
in the title of the episode, if you saw that, as a dark side. And I use that on purpose because it's really easy to get caught up in that kind of dark side. A lot of us get legitimately stressed out and frustrated and think that we need specific things that will help us. And and maybe they will help us. But um, an example I have is one of my friends actually signed up for a morning meditation app. Um, It's 20 minutes long. She's like, I can do this. I can get up 20 minutes earlier and do this meditation and set my day off with these amazing intentions. Um, The issue is, is that she also never manages to make her lunch for work every day. So she eats out in restaurants, um, not only blowing through her budget, but blowing through her calories for the day. And then she's more stressed because she's not eating right, because she's spending money. She's not getting enough sleep because she's stressed. So she can't get out of bed when her alarm goes off. And it's like kind of a cycle. And meditation seems like a smart choice to ground yourself. I was, when she told me about it, I was like, well, that sounds really awesome. Maybe I should try it. But the fact is, if you can't get your stuff together to to make a healthy lunch and actually fuel your body, how are you going to find time to fuel your mind, no matter what kind of fancy app you have? Self-care isn't buying things to help us. True self-care is making sure that the life you lead every day isn't one that you need to literally escape from on a regular basis just to stay sane. It often means that you're going to need to do ugly, messy things, like actually go see that therapist your doctor referred you to six months ago. Self-care is making a budget spreadsheet and forcing yourself to stick with it so that you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck anymore. And it's messy, and you're going to have to do that, even if it means canceling HBO or no more Starbucks runs. Self-care is taking the time to make an actual shopping list so you don't go overboard when you go grocery shopping. And even at a minimum, it's making yourself a loose meal plan so that you have a plan to follow for the week so you don't have to stress every day about what to make for dinner. Self-care is often sweating through a workout that you don't want to do. And um, it's also often painful things like telling a toxic person who claims to be a friend of yours that you want to cut ties with them because it's just mentally draining to be around them. These things are important, even if they're actually painful to do. These are some of the things that will help you fall back in love with the life that you have now and stop being so constantly exhausted trying to build the one where you think you need to be everything to everyone at all times, no matter the actual cost and the mental impact that it's been having on you. Self-care means looking hard at your failures. And yes, I'm using that word on purpose. It's important to call out where we went wrong so we don't repeat it. Self-care means taking the time to examine your disappointment square in the eye and make a new plan. It's not giving in to your immediate cravings. Self-care is letting go of the cravings that aren't helping you to be the person that you want to be in the long run. Self-care is a sacrifice that you make so that you can make yourself the success that you want to be. Now, to clarify, I'm not saying that rewards aren't worth it and that they don't play a part in our successful weight loss journey and even our journey into weight loss mate and to weight maintenance. I'm not saying that you shouldn't take a hot bath to recharge instead of parking yourself in front of the TV with a box of Cheez-Its. I'm saying that there's a really fine line between taking care of yourself and focusing so much on the rewards and the treats that you forget to follow through with the work that you need to do to deserve those treats in the first place. Self-care is important. But I want to make sure that you aren't using self-care as an excuse to go off track with your actual goals and the things that you want most of all. And that's a bit heavy and a lot to consider, so I'll close here. And as always, I want to thank you so much for listening. We can always be found on our website, www.bariatriceating.com. 
Once you land there, you can search for podcasts to find all of our listed, our episodes listed with um, helpful links and articles in them. Um, if we mention a recipe, uh, something specific, that's always there in kind of a little bit of an um, episode notes area. For this episode specifically, I'm going to keep it kind of to a minimum because, again, I think I was a little bit deep today. Um, I'm going to be linking to our Inspired Diet Plan if you need to get back on track. And um, I'll have a link to some of our most popular Inspire Diet recipes. I'll also have a link so that you can get a little bit of support for your journey. Um, our Facebook support groups are amazing and full of people who will absolutely help you do the things that you want to do. And just to remind you again, we're not just talk. Over the past 20 years, we've helped more post-ops thrive after surgery and keep the weight off. And we want to help you too. So please, come check out our website. There's a ton of info that you need right now. And please don't forget to review and subscribe to our podcast so that you're always updated as soon as episodes are available. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks.